Thank you. What a lovely set that was. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm going to carry on a little bit with the theme that we had last week when we were talking about truth and the importance of truth and truth setting us free, which is what we were talking about in the service um, last week at 11.30. And the word that I've got for this week is grace. Um, but it's also expectation. And I'm a little bit nervous about this morning because it's one of these messages which is easy to either misrepresent or to misunderstand. Um, so let me give you an example. Last week I made reference to uh, the fact that uh, you know, it'd be quite nice to have a Porsche. Um, <laughs> now, if I believe that I have a right to a Porsche, and not only the right to the Porsche, but the right to the means to be able to insure and, and put the petrol in the Porsche, or diesel, or electric, or whatever. Don't even know if you can get electric Porsches. Anyway, you get where I'm going with this. If I believe I have that right, I will be frustrated. Certainly in the Church of England, the stipend does not stretch that far. Um, and quite rightly, you would say, because the ones who pay for it. Um, so there is something about expectation and there's something biblical about expectation that if we have unrepresentative or unrealistic expectations that will lead to harm that will lead to frustration and that will lead to uh, disappointment and so we need to have realistic expectations so the question is where do those realistic expectations come from so this all started in December last year when I was in the car and I was listening to Radio 4 and there was a, a programme called All in the Mind and there was somebody on there um, called uh, David Robson and he just released a book about expectations and basically what he was saying is that expectations can have an emotional and a physiological effect so that um, they become self-fulfilling and he gave the example of designer sunglasses can feel more powerful and more beneficial than ones which don't have the designer label on them. But it's exactly the same product, but because you paid a lot more money for it, you think it should be better for you. Uh, placebo pills offering pain relief can often work even if you know it's the placebo. It can increase your pain relief. Um, recovery from heart bypass improved where the recovery was explained as opposed when it wasn't. Um, so hope can counteract our own natural negative uh, feelings because left on our own we can catastrophize things was the word that was used uh, another example was um, they did uh, an exercise with some cleaners in a hotel in New York and they explained that the cleaning they were doing was exercise and those who were told that message lost some weight and their, be their blood pressure fell. Those who were just told they were working actually had worse results. So this idea about expectations can have an impact on mind, body and soul. They also gave the example of rituals. So Rafa Nadal apparently has 19 things that he does before every match. Um, it tells his brain to operate at its peak capacity, including his body as well. So we have this biblical paradox. Firstly, God offers us ultimate dignity as his creation. 
and believers are adopted as his children. We're told that in Ephesians 1. But the second thing is that we also know that we live in a broken world and that we are broken vessels. We are in the slimy pit, in the words of the psalmist. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So God offers absolute dignity to absolutely everyone, and that's got to be re-emphasized on this day when we're talking about racial justice. But we also know that we're sinners and that we're broken beings. So the third part of that paradox is that he lifts us up by the gift of faith. In fact, Psalm 42 says, he lifted me up out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, says Romans 3.23, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. So we're lifted up. We're a new creation, we're told, in 2 Corinthians 5. So this unearned benefit is called grace. Now, there are two unhelpful places that we can end up with that paradox. Ultimate dignity, we're broken, but we're lifted up out of that. The first one is a negative one. That is a sense of unworthiness because of our brokenness. We focus on being jars of of clay and being miserable offenders, and we stay there. Well, the third part says we don't stay there if we believe in Jesus. But the second one can be just as damaging. That is very positive, a sense that we are God's creation and worthy in his sight. Therefore, we are deserving of all that we might desire, because God's obviously going to agree. And culture tells us that we are worth it, and that I live my life for me, my best life, that all God wants is my flourishing, and I get to say what flourishing is. And that plays to that second unhelpful expectation. In Romans 12 it says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. And that is in the context of so that you can play your part within the body of Christ. So the problem is that this idea that all our desires should be met is not the reality. That I should get what I want does not prepare us for the fact that the world has suffering in it. And if we believe that suffering shouldn't happen, we will be disappointed when it happens. And it also doesn't prepare us that we're not the arbiter of what is good for us. The danger is that we get selfish. The other danger is that we fall into self-loathing. And there are damaging effects to mind, body and soul of being in either place. But the good news is that the gospel is a third way. The very negative, the very positive, the gospel is that the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin, brings us to right repentance, which Lisa was sharing with us earlier, delivers forgiveness, helps us to grow in holiness, shows us the way to live, comforts us in suffering and pain when it comes, 
points us to the heart and mind of God and offers grace despite our unworthiness and lifts us up because it starts from with you I am pleased. Our expectations in Christ are wholly fulfilled now and in the future so that we can have those fruits of the Spirit such as patience, joy, love and self-control. Contentment is possible whatever is thrown at us. It's not easy but it is the gift that Christ wants to give us. Our expectations can be aligned with reality and so we will be healthier in mind, body and soul. Unrealistic expectations of life carry a great cost. We will be constantly disappointed and frustrated, leading to poor mental, physical and spiritual health. Realistic expectations based on reality and based on truth, these will help us to live more contented and peaceful lives, life to its fullness. Jesus promised this in John 10.10, and that means in the good and the bad. Now this doesn't make the bad go away. Jesus didn't promise a life without suffering. It doesn't make the bad into good, but it does help us to turn to the one who can carry us through in comfort and in peace. And it gives us perspective as God sees the world. So Lisa's going to lead us in a time of prayer in a moment about expectations. And so here are some expectations. It's not an exhaustive list of things that you might be struggling with today. It could be wealth or career. It could be body shape. Sex. Relationships. Age. Ability. How others see you. How many likes and friends we have online? It could be death. It could be pain and suffering. It could be ambition, health, or love. If any of those or anything else applies to you, I encourage you to ask come Holy Spirit give me a realistic expectation that my frustration and my disappointment may be taken away come and comfort me in my where I am and pray for peace let's pray Father I pray for this message because it's a difficult one to receive it's a difficult one to get right help us to be aware of our expectations and help us to turn to you for clarity in what is a right expectation draw us to a place where our expectations are in line with yours 
and that we may have those fruits of joy and patience and peace. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.